This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's a success podcast that tackles life through the lessons of sports, and it's Fan Friday. Fan Friday, Ray. Fan Friday, and we are back. We're back. <laughs> Brent Hurt wrote in, and he said he's so excited for us to get back to Fan Fridays, and uh, some other people wrote in, but Brent, this episode's for you, brother. We're getting back to the Fan Fridays. Look, man, and, and it's funny because me and you, I never forget when we started talking about this, Doc, we was talking about, you know, why we wanted to do Fan Fridays, right? Because, you know, going into the weekend and all these different things, we just wanted to give people a quick heads up and, or give them a little nugget, right? Yes. Just a little quick nugget on, on what you can take with you through the weekend or what you can take with you even starting your next week or whatever it is. So we're happy to start these Fan Fridays back up and we're happy People are really writing in about it. Listen, we have so many amazing topics and amazing questions. But most importantly, Doc, and I think you will agree on this, we have so many people that is willing to not only think about themselves, but go out and help other people. It's, and I think that's one of the biggest things that we're seeing right now. It is. I mean, I think that's something you and I both have been blown away with recently, having people write in and talk about how they're using the show to be the light and and in the upcoming weeks we have a lot of we have a lot of mail to get to so in a couple over the next several weeks we're going to be talking about some of the things that people have been writing in and sharing um we're going to go to questions today but um let me just ask you what's going on with you and how you're doing on this friday man i'm good bro i um my son last night um one of my youngest son rasan he had his uh football banquet last night and it's funny to sit there right because he's been a basketball player you know, pretty much since 14, I gave each one of my kids, you know, kind of they had to make up their minds at 14 what what sport they was going to take serious. But every but everybody had to do track. And so he leaned towards basketball, man. But last year he he just jumped up and was like, Dad, I, I think I want to I think I want to try football. And this guy tries football for one year, Doc, and turns into an absolute phenom. <laughs> I mean, just, I oh, my God. I think he has God. it in the genes. <laughs> <laughs> his, his skill level is so high. His IQ, his his football IQ, oh, my gosh. And so, and then, so he did what he, and did, remember, this is the same son, Doc, I told you about that Taurus Patella tendon mm. a year and a half ago. So to, so to see him battle through it, and he didn't know when he was laying in the hospital bed that I had took these pictures of him when he was going through this surgery and seeing where he came from now. And I told him, I said, I don't know why you're going through this, son, but I know that God is testing you mm-hmm. and you have to be OK with the process. Now, all we got to do is work on it. And he was like that. But I don't have any scholarships and my brothers do. And I'm just trying to figure it out. And now we're sitting here now with five, six scholarship offers, D1, mm. 
offers off a one-year phenom football. And so last last night it was his banquet, and he won MVP last night. So I was wow. I was like uh, it was it was really a good um, father and son moment. So it, it was good, man. It was good. Congratulations to him for sure. That's phenomenal. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, man. it's in his genes now. We got we got the big date coming up for you, so um, we know we know that the, the genetics is that he is destined for greatness. Plus, your motivation and leadership. You talked before, you know, you have multiple children, and you see children go in different ways. But it sounds like Rashawn really has that 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 same fire and drive that's in your eyes. He does, man. And uh, I'm heading to his basketball game um, shortly, and. Um, He's just, he's one of those, Doc. He's hes one of those kids that you look at and you say, my gosh, how do you come out so perfect? <laughs> like, 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 if you want the perfect model child, he's that perfect child. You know, the most humblest child ever. And uh, and so, man, I'm excited for him. He, he, his journey has been long. It's been challenging. But for us to be here as a family now, um, I think it's a good place. So I'm excited, man. So great weekend for me. Awesome. Um, awesome. I'm going forward. Yeah. Well, enjoy it. That's going to be great. I, You know what? Let me announce this. But this week, this past week, I've been building up my YouTube channel. And this past week, I made a video uh, for people struggling with PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. I was really touched. A uh, person wrote in. I, wrote, I made a video uh, on anxiety, and I heard from someone who was injured in a suicide bombing, and he said that that anxiety video really impacted him in a, in a, in a deep way, and he asked if I'd make a video on PTSD, and I was just so humbled that somebody who had been injured like that turned to something, so I said, absolutely. So that's what I did. So people go to YouTube, you type in Dr. Christian Conti, and uh, you can see that, but understand PTSD. I think that could be help, helpful for a lot of people. So big week, important stuff. And Fan Friday, I'm excited to be back with Fan Friday. We're going to start off with Kenny, who has a question. Um, Kenny wrote in, he said, look, he's a young baseball coach, and he wants to learn how to get his players to trust in him and his program uh, with letting the players know that he's the leader and not them. So being able to establish himself in this program kenny this is a great question a lot of people relate to this and luckily for you kenny i'm sitting here with a legend who's going to talk about it what do you think ray you know you know what doc i tell you what man like you know when you're when you're starting programs or when you have kids like that right and, and definitely in today's time you know so sometimes, even when you're a coach, right? And I, I tell people this all the time. Even when you're a leader, when you're a coach, when you whoever. Sometimes the things that you're trying to get them to do, if you ever challenge yourself to do something you've never done first and let them witness that, mm. you will understand exactly where they are. Mm. You know, because it's one of the hardest things to, to ever think about. But even if, Kenny, even if you had a chance, right, to go through what you're teaching them with them. Maybe they see you fail. Maybe they see you struggle to understand things because then it's relatable, right? It's, it's like, wow, he's not. And, and I give you, I give you one of the best examples ever. One of the reasons why I stopped hiring trainers yeah. to train me because I used to say, why am I going to hire you to train me? I can get anybody to come say, do this, do that. I, I want you to push this many times, push that many times. 
And I started looking at trainers and I started saying, I know what I'm doing it for, but if you want to train me, train with me. Yes, I remember that. I knew I knew yeah. that was coming because I was going to ask you about that if you didn't bring it up. You said that this was a great, great example. Like you wanted somebody at your level. You said, I want somebody who's going to be in this with me. So, and this also comes back to exactly what you said in the last podcast about being a man, which is lead by example. And that's what you're saying to Kenny, lead by example. That's how you're really, you're going to set the standard. You're going to be, you're going to be the standard for those young people to look up to. Because it, it look, Doc, it, see, sometimes, and I'm telling you, sometimes you think that it's for you. I mean, that is for somebody else, but it's actually for you. When I started to, when I changed my model of training, right, and I ran into my trainer, Monty, when me and Monty walked in the weight room together and I walked out in there one night and he introduced his workout to me and I looked at him after we got done at 1.30, at 1.30 in the morning and I said, told him straight up, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wow, because... To go through that, right? To see someone go through that with you, but I didn't like him in the weight room, but I respected every second of what he what he was able to show me. So when we so when we started walking back in there, it was a totally different perspective. Like the way I looked at him. Now every day it's so funny. Me and him talk about this all the time. It's so funny, Doc. We used to come in the weight room and we used to know how bad it's gonna hurt. The weight room would be completely silent with just me and him. <laughs> we would put on music and we would just start going at it. But what it starts to build, Kenny, is it starts to build this trust from within. Mm. And when you get these kids to start buying into you from within, it's a totally different ball game. And this is for anybody who's the leader of anything. If you want to lead somebody, become the example of what that's supposed to look like. Go through it with them instead of forcing them to always do something. See, it's one thing to be a boss and always bossing people around. Be a boss and join in on what you're actually teaching yourself. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm really, really with you on that. In, in a way to set the example, I talk about, um, from, from my answer to you, Kenny, is this. I talk about uh parenting I, I have what's called uh, my four c's of parenting and i apply it to coaching as well which is choices consequences consistency and compassion in other words i'm going to give you a choice this is what you have to do here's the consequence if you choose not to do it you're not going to be a part of this uh team that's your choice that's up to you but if you're going to be a part of it this is what you have consistency i'm following through if i say it i'm going to do it and compassion i don't need to scream and demean people and put people down i just need to teach them my it's my job is to teach and teach by the way you're saying it ray which is leading by doing it yourself by being the example so kenny i think you have an opportunity to uh, really lead these young uh, young people in a, in the best possible way if you follow this guidance um, ray i think this is awesome what an opp opportunity young people a young person like kenny saying, hey, look, I'm going to turn to the legend Ray Lewis and find out what can I do. That's already yeah. a good, that's already a step ahead. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And, and, and look, Kenny, we're, we're in by saying this, man. It's, it's, it's 100% okay. Not just, not just saying it. It's 100% okay doing it. Mm. Just, just, just try doing it with them. Would that mean shock them? Shock them. I mean, when they, when they come in there and you about to train them, have your training stuff on with them. Okay. 
I you go it. to it with them. Yeah, I man. Love and, it. And, and I think you're going to have a different perspective, uh, you know, uh, a few days in. 100%. Fan Friday. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. All right, we're back. It's Fan Friday. Fan Friday is back. It's it's a beautiful thing. Uh, we're so grateful to the people writing in. Um, Kenny, we appreciate your question. Barry, we got a question from Barry. And uh, Barry said he wants to thank uh, both of us for the amazing podcast. He says he's suggested it to his son's teacher, and she's been applying the lessons with her class. So we definitely appreciate that, Barry. Um, he says, as I listen to you, I find that I'm listening to your positive messages. It helps me grow and pushes me into the uncomfortable position where growth can happen, and I don't have as many negative thoughts. So again, Barry, thank you, because that's what Ray and I are striving to do, help fill your head with positivity. I can just say this before I finish your question, Barry. I remember Ray once saying, there's so much negativity in the world can you and i just sit down and put out something positive for the world so barry i'm telling you this is a great so far so here's his question ray he said he's been doing tattoo removal for former gang members who are trying to reintegrate themselves into society and he finds that it isn't just offering the service but often turns into a mentoring type situation so he asks, what kind of advice do we have for him on this barry great questions Man, uh, Barry, you're in the world um, that I've been in for many years now, you know, trying to really um, give these these young these young men a chance to see life differently. And I think, listen, um, one of the things that you do when you have, you know, intimate time with them, one of the things that everybody, every one of those kids, every one of those young men, they are looking for. They are looking for direction. That's why they join gangs, right? Because they're looking for a family. They're looking for security. They're looking for they're they're looking for someone to just simply say, "This is what you do," and and because that's what it is, you know. Gang life is a is a it's a it's a community, but it's a business. It's a physical business. Mm. And if you've never been involved in gang life or know anything about gang life. They are some of the smartest people you that will blow your mind, mm-hmm. but they're selling the wrong product. Yes. So you have to kind of, when you're talking to them, Barry, you have to kind of come at them from a totally different perspective. And I and I and Doc, uh, one when I went and spoke at Jessup Jail, one of the things that I spoke about the most was I asked every one of them, did they have kids? Mm. And when they raised their hand and they said yes, they had kids, well, I was like, well. If if you if y'all in here and they out there, then who raising your kids? Yeah, yeah. And so 
Barry, you have to put them in a place where ownership is on them. Like, see, gang life, there's a guarantee of gang life. Gang life offers two things. The proper the proper way to not live, and think about this, Doc, it teaches you how to not live, but it teaches you there, there's a saying in gang life, blood in, blood out. Yeah. So the moment you join gang life, there's a fact. Your life is never yours again. Yeah. So you got to ask yourself a real question. Am I willing to give up all my days on earth to something that does not return happiness? Yeah. And I, and you know what? And it sounds like, Ray, honestly, if these guys are ex-gang members and they are or former gang members and they're trying yep. to reintegrate, I, for me, one of the things I would say, Barry, because I definitely have dedicated a big part of my career to working with men who are getting out of prison, trying to get back and get their lives back. For me, one of the biggest things is to say for them to understand, to align their expectations with the reality that yes, they will, there will be obstacles, but also that they absolutely irrefutably can get through those obstacles. There will be people who look at them and just label them. Yes, that will happen, but their reaction to how people label them will tell a great deal. If they are reactive and they allow other people to make them the puppet, then they're going to struggle in, in coming back into society. But if they can set down those old ways about demanding respect from people, like you're going to respect me or I'm going to intimidate you, that kind of stuff. If they can put that away and start to approach the world from a position of humility and say, I want to be humble. Listen, I want to rebuild my life. Then to lean on that strength. And for me, that's very, very important. Actually, I gave a TED talk called Why I Chose to Go to Prison. And it's about how to speak to and work with people and understand what's going on from someone's perspective. Uh, so I definitely invite you to check that out, Why I Chose to Go to Prison. But Ray, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, that blood in, blood out. For them to make this transition, to come out, it's very difficult. It's a hard thing. So to be patient barry i would say be patient with these men as you're as you're role modeling for them understand that there are things that you won't understand because if you're not if you haven't actually been blood in a gang and leaving blood out of a gang then you can't possibly understand and that's okay but at least you can say i'm here for you to listen i'm here for you i don't you don't have to pretend like you understand but you can at least be like hey i'm here for you and that's huge i think that's huge so yeah and and don't just and you know even when you speak to them you know speak to them from a universal language right so one one of the things that you have to be able to do when you speak to them you have to be able to show them words that's been written way before they started gang life mm -hmm. so that's why i always go to the bible right and i always introduce them i'll say well if you're so loyal to your gang life, imagine if you go in the book of Proverbs and it says a great name is rather chosen than all of the riches of this earth. So if a great name is rather chosen, you mean to tell me you would rather join a gang life and fight for red or blue colors or drugs or territory and you will not fight for a great name and you have a child? Mm. So what do you tell your child to do? What do you leave your child to do? You know, and so these are hard, hard questions, man. These are hard topics, but you have to give them validation through things that's been way before us. I'm not telling you to get all spiritual with them, but I'm just telling you, you must show them a different route. Because most of these kids, since since Jesus, since they've been born, 
poverty and 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 violence and they grew up around this and so if you don't change the narrative then it's impossible for you to get to them so even the guys who find themselves getting out right if you notice or not barry almost 50 to 60 percent of them return back to gang life because it's the only place that they actually feel secure in Mm -hmm. but if you change the narrative form if you give them things to read if you give them just like quick hitters quick hitters to where they have to read that and be like wait a minute like that's wow like i've just never heard it put like that and this is it's really funny doc because every one of them that i speak to and i say it in a certain way they always use the same phrase man i ain't never heard it like that yeah <laughs> and i'm like yeah the people who are trying to get you to join gang life will never tell it to you like that yeah. Like they don't they don't want you to hear it that way. So, Barry, if anything, man, all we're saying is and, and this for anybody that's trying to help anybody come to a point of change. The only way to really get them to change, is you must change the narrative. You must change what they what, what they're used to, what they've seen, how they grew up. You must know their background. One of the things that I tell people about when you jump into these worlds, the guys living like this, be patient enough to learn people's worlds. Be patient enough to learn the things that they've been through, the things that they've overcome. And then you will have a better grasp on who they are as individuals. Mm. Yeah. I love it. I'm I'm excited about Fan Friday and having these questions because um, it's always fun to interact. So please keep writing in. Keep writing in. Write some questions for us and we'll address them because we're back with the Fan Friday. Um, it sounds like things are going to be awesome for you and your son this weekend and your family. My question for you is we got there are a couple of football games coming up and, uh, there's the Jaguars are playing at the Patriots and the Vikings are playing at the Eagles. You got any thoughts on the games this week? I got some real thoughts on the game, doc, <laughs> since you wanted to bring it up. Yeah, I got some thoughts on the game. Absolutely. And it's simple for me. Yeah, I, 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 the respect that I have for Tom Brady is absolutely overwhelming the way that this guy plays football. And I respect that. But I, you know, if you was to pick, right? Everybody, 10 out of 10 gonna go with New England. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I picked Jacksonville. Oh boy. I, I, I just like, you know, why oh not boy. shake it up a little bit? That's right. You shake know? it up yeah. some. There's shake no it up risk. some. There's no risk on my end now. (laughs) Well, no, that's right. And you think about this all the times when everybody, if if it's a hundred percent in sports and people are like that, that's why they play the game. That's why they play the game. But, but I tell you what, I'm going to tell you something that's really interesting. You know, Jacksonville defense is very, very good. Right. And, and, and they're, they're good, but, but to become great. And remember, we were all the way back to the shoestring, right? You got to be on one string because where you're great at, Tom is going to find where your greatest weakness. And that's one of the things that Jacksonville is going to have to figure out very quickly. Belichick and Tom has sat in that office, I guarantee you, and said they are really good, but how do we find their weakness? Mm-hmm. If it's running the ball or if it's getting the running back the ball in strings or on third downs, they're going to isolate somebody. That's why I said on Showtime this week inside the NFL, there's one of the things that Calais Campbell, defensive player of the year, Right. If you're that guy, then you have to dis- you have to disrupt the middle of Tom Brady's vision board, because mm-hmm. his vision board, if you let him see through that hash, 
then he will, he's going to eat you alive. If you get Tom Brady off of his spot, Calais Campbell and that defensive line can change the game by themselves. Hence, I can give you two examples that done it. If you take the New York Giants and what the New York Giants done to the Patriots, every Super Bowl they played them in. Watch this, though. Everybody doesn't know this, Doc, and I want you to understand something. Tom Coughlin is undefeated against Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Mm. Mm. See, it's see, see, some a lot of people like to talk. Oh, X's I like and O's. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, he's undefeated against them. And when you talk about brains and minds of football, I'm really interested to see how how Tom Coughlin puts a Blake Bortles ran offense and compete against Tom Brady. Because the one thing you don't want to do is turn the ball over. You don't want to let Blake Bortles throw the ball. 30, I would not, Drake, Blake Borders in this game will not throw the ball over 25, 30 times. Okay? <laughs> but it's how he throws the ball. It's where he throws the ball. And that's why I think Tom Coughlin's science on how do you move the ball on an okay defense, right? They're not the best, but they are in the top five right. in, in, in a few categories. But how do you take advantage of that? And then from the defensive side, I think he has knowledge to say, this is what we need to do against Brady. If you go watch the Giants tape, you go watch the Baltimore Ravens tapes, how did they play them? Why did they have so much, so much success against them? I think they have a great inside having Tom Coughlin mm. um, as, their, as their guy. This yeah. is what I love and, about you because I didn't want to give up hope that my Steelers lost for nothing. Like I feel like they had to lose to a team that's actually going to go somewhere. And uh, I really didn't know. I mean, but what you just said right there absolutely is convincing for me. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm with you on that. I'm, ju I'm jumping on your coattails, picking on this for sure. Yeah, I mean, look, it, like I said, it's a couple of ways you can go with it, right? It's the easiest pick. Hey, go with the Patriots. You know, they're hard to beat at home. You know, they're impossible to beat at home. But, you know, sometimes the impossible can be possible when you get the right team coming in there. And so I don't know from, 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 you know, when you think about, mature when you think about chemistry when you think about all of that jacksonville is going to have all of that on their side this weekend mm. and and so and so i did pick the jags i, I just want to i just want to see a good game i did want to go at brady and say oh yeah it's easy to go at brady um i'm a few picks behind boomer on showtime anyway so i need to make up some ground <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and then, uh, and then, yeah who'd you then, go with in the other game and then the other game man um i'm telling you um i, I think this is this is going to be one of those battles that people, I think it's fresh. Let me tell you why. In the NFC, if you go over the last, oh my gosh, nine, ten years, you can put four teams that's been to the Super Bowls in the NFC, right? And neither one of them was called Minnesota Vikings or Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> All right. And so that's what I think makes this really refreshing to sit down. And for me, it's like going all the way back to my first Super Bowl in 2000. There is somebody on both of these teams that's about to, to feel confetti drop this Sunday and say, oh, my gosh, I am going to a Super Bowl. Oh, man. Now, how great would the story be, which I picked the Minnesota Vikings, how great would the story be for Minnesota to go to the Super Bowl, be the first team to ever go to a Super Bowl and play in their home stadium? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my in goodness. A, in a brand new stadium. Oh, my That goodness. they just built. And so, and you talking about that, that would be defense, amazing. It would be absolutely amazing. See, and that's what I'm saying. History can be written again. Now, let's go backwards. 
because history can be written for Philly too, <laughs> right? You lose Carson Wentz, Nick Foles comes in and picks up where Carson Wentz left off and Nick Foles take the Philadelphia Eagles to a Super Bowl. I- I'm just telling you, man, the storylines, Yeah, yeah. you can go so many places with these storylines, but the way um, uh, Minnesota plays defense, the way they run the ball, the way Case Keenum is protecting the football, they are a very, very hard team to beat. Mm. And and this is one of the teams that I've been watching for the last couple of years, even when they missed the field goal in, in Seattle, um in Seattle a few years ago to go to the playoffs. I mean, to go to the next round. These this young firing team has a core of young linebackers and Hendricks in them boys. They are running to the football. Now that's what you want to tell me. What I like seeing this, I like this type of football. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the game was going to be won in these front sevens. Philly has a very aggressive front seven. Cox with Cox and them boys up front. And, and Minnesota has a very young, athletic and veteran led front seven, but they got probably one of the most physical and best corners in the game in Rhodes. It's 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 really interesting to see these dynamics, but I did go at Minnesota this week. Well, and and uh, I think it hasn't Case Keenum really tried to uh, the all year long been proving himself. Like people keep saying, is he is he is he good enough to be there? And week in week out, he seems to be doing pretty awfully well. I I, I think I think you know, and I and I've been through this a few times in my career, right? I think he you know people say, well, his numbers aren't this and his numbers aren't that, but. Why does his numbers have to be all of that when we walk in as a complete team? Mm. When we walk in with one hell of a run game and one hell of a defense. So guess what all Case Keenum got to do is keep the ball moving down the field and not even worry about what people say on the outside. Mm. And that's one of the things about even when you you have a voice, you know, like myself who's played the game and all these former people and even players got used to just want to down the guy or whatever. I'm like, Why? Like, like everybody that's talking about this, guys, you act like you've never been in these positions before. I'm, I am overwhelmed to see Case Keenum go against Nick Foles. You know why? Because let me tell, let me wake up and tell somebody why. When, 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 when preparation meets opportunity, man, there's a party waiting. Mm. (laughs) And, and somebody's going to party. Uh. Somebody finna party this weekend, and it's gonna be Case Keenum or it's gonna be Nick Foles. Go figure. Oh, and I just imagine, that. and just imagine, out of all things, if you get Case Keenum, Nick Foles, and I don't know, but imagine if you get Blake Bortles in the Super Bowl. Mm. Hello, hello. Mm. Now nah, that's gonna be hard because because there's a master over there in New England named Tom Brady. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so he's gonna make that really hard. But I'm just saying that. That the opportunity when you have preparation and when you don't go into it just worry about your skills, but when you walk in whatever town you walk in and whatever locker room, whatever stadium, as a team, as a team, trustworthy, evolving, altruistic masters. That's what team mm. is. That's that's how you walk in there. Mm. And when you and when you walk in there with that. Doc, it's a whole nother swagger. Oh, so I'm excited to see this weekend, man. I yeah. love it. I love it. When when preparation meets opportunity, there's a party. I love it. Yes, sir. It's going to be big. Well, congratulations Appreciate. to your son, man. That's fantastic. Yeah. MVP. Absolutely. That's, that's unbelievable. Appreciate you, bro. I'm glad we're doing these Fan Fridays again. Let's keep these things going. 
Everybody have an enjoy, have an incredible weekend. Remember, God is always amazing. He's always first. He's always available. But most importantly, if there's something in your life you know need change, and make sure you change before God has to change it. If there's someone in your life that's not fortunate as you, I challenge you to make sure that you pour into them more than you pour into yourselves. Have an incredible weekend, Doc. I love you. I appreciate you, my brother. Oh, man, I love it. Can't top that. <laughs> I can't top that. I love you, brother. Hey, All thank right, you man. to our fans. Thank you for downloading the Tackling Life podcast. For more Tackling Life content, go to tacklinglifepodcast.com. You'll find links to our pages on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Another podcast sites where you can subscribe and again get two all new episodes automatically downloaded every week. When you visit the Tackling Life website, you'll find links to our Facebook and Twitter pages where you can give us feedback, questions, questions, questions for Fan Friday. You can also call us at 646 762 4432. That's 646 762 4432. When preparation meets opportunity, there's a party. There's got to be a party this weekend. Hey, if you like this episode, please share it with a friend. Until next time, for the legend, Ray Lewis, I'm Dr. Christian Carney. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.